0: It's the one, two, three,
1: four. Group chat radio show where they talk about stuff. Welcome to Group Chat. Only on Dash Radio,
2: the one, two, three, four world station. Wednesday nights, five-seven Pacific, eight to ten Eastern. I'm Jack. I'm Juwan. This is Soft Glass. And this is Cov.
3: We'll be right back after a quick song.
4: She wipes the blood off my face again She doesn't mind
3: That was Help by Roy, and
5: we're back on group chat. How was your week, everyone? It was great. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was, it was, it was way more chill than last week. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, my weeks are always chill. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Joanne, you started a new job. I did. Uh, still employed. One weekend. Yeah. Which was great.
5: Yeah. It up yeah. You didn't get fired. I did not get fired. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but uh, no, everything went great. Smooth transition, that's the best you can wish for when you're starting a new job. So, Want to tell us quickly what it's like? It's awesome. It's very relaxed. It's a small startup. Um, I'm a junior designer, and I work with some really amazing people. So that definitely helps the process. Nice. Kev, what's going on with you?
2: Man, uh, not much. Literally stayed home watching movies like (laughs) two to three days out of the no like two days and went out like on wednesday to shoot some film stuff that we had to do a while back and what movies did you watch i watched the martian
5: oh finally it's We'll talk about this yeah, later we'll, on, I have but... a lot to say about that movie, so... <laughs> it's not as bad. It's not as
1: bad as I
2: thought. No, it's not bad. Definitely not a comedy, though. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, as and the Oscars
1: not... have categorized. Yeah, and it was not better than, you know, a lot of the other movies that I thought should have been nominated this year, so...
3: We've,
1: we've kind of touched on
3: it. We'll get into it more.
2: Yeah, we'll get into that later on. And... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I said last week, been watching The Sopranos a lot too. I'm like up to season four since last
5: week.
2: No, no, last week I was like on getting to three or somewhere in three. All right, you're yeah. pacing yourself. I'm pacing myself. Yeah,
5: told you my girlfriend was watching Sons of Anarchy. Sons, yeah, she finished it, <laughs> wow. seven seasons. Jesus. Or, er, yeah, seven seasons. Were you like watching along, or uh, I was popping in and out. I was. I was I would be working or playing Halo or something and I'd hear in the background the <laughs> Have motorcycles. You watched it before? What's that? Have you watched it? No, it was my first time. I mean, I was keeping up with what was going on. Uh, like she would, you know, I would. Okay, one night she literally walked into my room crying because somebody. I'm not gonna say who because I don't want to ruin it. Even though it's. There should I have, be a no, I have no, no, no idea what the plot <laughs> okay. is. Yeah, the, the series is over. It's been yeah, over it's for done, over a year yeah. so whatever. There's a character that died and she was like, "Oh my god. Yeah. Died. Oh. And She was bawling you like. just said the name. Cuz that's what like, happened. <laughs> 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 but she, you know, she had grown so emotionally attached to these people that she was basically living with for like 2 weeks was, watching hours a day. Wow. That whole scene of dying This is real yeah we're just (laughs) spoiling it if you haven't seen it by now like i mean i I thought we were late like Like, the whole series is over already no
3: it is so what he's watching the sopranos for (laughs) 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 if you don't know how the sopranos
5: ends like that's on you that's like part of Mm. pop culture at this point
2: yeah i kind of know but i like try not to think about
3: it because i had like read stuff about it before and
2: I'll just watch it for the sake of
3: watching it. Yeah. Speaking of TV, I'm, I'm not like a huge watcher of TV shows and I haven't started one in a while but I started one this week, Mozart in the Jungle because oh. like <laughs> last week I mentioned <laughs> I,
5: I've never heard of that. Yeah,
3: it's an Amazon show. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And last week I mentioned I watched the movie *Mistress America* and mm-hmm. one of the lead actresses in that, Lola Kirk. She's in this also, and I was reading a bunch of interviews after and saw it mentioned, and I had seen it on her IMDb. And then I saw that Roman Coppola and Jason Schwartzman were like co-creators of it. Oh, wow. I was like, all right, I need to watch this. And it's did it just start? They just put out the second season. Oh, okay, so it's recent.
1: Yeah, it's a recent show. Mm-hmm. But it's really good. I like it so far. That's awesome. It's great to see Amazon stepping their game up. Yeah. In terms it, of like, they won streaming. an
3: award too. Or one of the actresses did, I think.
1: Going back to Sons of Anarchy, like, it was the greatest juxtaposition that day or that week. Those two weeks because I was re watching all of Girls. <laughs> season five is starting uh, starting soon. I think oh, this wow. month, at the yeah. end of this month. Mm-hmm.
3: So- also, fun fact real quick Lola Kirk, who I was mentioning, her sister is Gemini, Gemini Kirk. I forget the exact. Pronunciation, but she's on girls.
1: Oh, that's awesome! Do you know yeah. which character? <sighs> I'm great. sure we'll we'll look at it uh, during the break. Yeah, but that's great. I want to see. I want to see who she is. But it'd be great because. Uh, Jillian, Juwai's girlfriend, watches Sons of Anarchy sometimes, like, she would not step away from it. So she'd be in the shower, and we'd hear it playing in the shower,
5: and I'd be like... <laughs> yeah, she'd set it up, like, outside the shower wow. so she could... So we would just hear, like, vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> so there was, there was a
1: specific moment in Season 4 where uh, I got home, and I had a show with Jewel and I was like, look at this scene, they break up, it's, like, so emotional, they do a really good job. <laughs> and we're sitting down, and we're watching this slow scene with uh, Lena Dunham and Adam Driver, we're just watching it, in the background. Adam
5: there. Driver. He Adam was in Driver. Star he wasn't <laughs> so, but so. I just started, <laughs> to let you guys know. He was great in Star Wars. He was fantastic in Star Wars. I was waiting for that connection.
1: So. But anyway, we'd be watching that scene, and I'd be showing him this, and then in the bathroom we'd just hear. <laughs> 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 and it's, it's a massacre.
6: Oh, it's a massacre.
1: Yeah, it just—it was like the craziest stuff in the. Yeah, girls was way too soft for Jillian, and, uh, yeah. and I just, that's what I was. Like, <laughs> Who dies? Who dies <laughs> in girls? No one dies. Wow. It's, a, it's a slow burn, okay? You really care <laughs> about the relationships, but that's that's this week for me. Yeah, that was our week.
3: Let's go into a song break. All right,
1: we'll be right back on group chat.
7: Smoking smokes by the lake I fucking hate this town I need to leave before I die I need to jump so I can fly Cause I'm I'm a punk, punk. I'm a punk You can ride it on the wall I'm a punk, I'm a punk You can ride it on my Breaking in, breaking out, yeah, I'm trying to leave this place You look good, you smell good, yeah, I'm trying to get a taste Feel numb, feel gone, no, I can't feel face we staring out the window I'm a, I'm a, punk. Feel I'm a punk. punk, I'm a punk I'm a punk
3: Punk. That was Punks by Matt Champion off his project, also called Punks, coming out before this summer, produced by Romeo and Albert.
5: So let's talk about the Super Bowl. Oh. Yeah. This is the reason we're recording um, on Monday as opposed to Sunday, as usual. They didn't know that, but now they do. Now they do. This is the reason. Gotta keep
3: them informed. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, so the Super Bowl happened last night what did you uh well i was wrong it happened it know. happened I we was, were all Kev was wrong was the only except one except for kevin come on guys. kevin don't, knew it don't. that's why he was so zen the whole time <laughs> last episode he was like guys i'm trying to tell you manning Kane
2: manning he was gonna dab his way in we didn't see that but
1: yeah did Just we see what? one dab from the no, panthers did from did the we? panther side i don't think so Not one day yeah because it no,
2: started off they did. did
5: they
1: I think so. When when they got ripped for, I
5: think, a unlike touchdown? a first down or something, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think someone from like the Denver defense did um, dab or something. I don't. recall Oh them. yeah, that's that's Caldwell insane. did. Yeah,
5: Jack, you texted the group chat. Yeah, our, we actually we have a group chat on group our phones. Chat. <laughs> and, group uh, chat for group chat. We have a group chat group chat, and immediately Jack texted us and was like, Codwell just hit the dab, guys. Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about, it. I forgot what it someone said it.
1: Yeah. Uh, As a Panthers fan, I I could imagine.
6: It was torture. Straight torture. What was that? This this is a Dave Chappelle uh,
5: reference. We were sneaking in a Dave Chappelle reference every week. Yeah. Part of the routine. Yeah. Um, But in all
1: seriousness, look, Denver won, okay? But Mm -hmm. the true winners of last night Budweiser. Budweiser (laughs) Beer. Oh, yeah. Budweiser. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. They came out on top twice. Twice. Twice they came out on top. Peyton with the name. So what was the alternative? Did Would Cam have had to sponsor if, if, if they
5: won? I don't, I don't
1: know how
2: no, that works. I don't know how that even works.
5: Cam would have never shamelessly plugged <laughs> <laughs> a, a beer. Plug, plug, plug. But <laughs> Peyton legit was like, yeah, I'm going to go home, kick back, <laughs> and open up a nice can of... Budweiser. Budweiser. (laughs) This game was brought to you by Budweiser.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was like, drink responsibly. (laughs) It almost seemed like a movie.
2: Like, I couldn't believe it almost. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But let's talk about the actual game. Were you guys able to watch the whole thing through? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jack, what do you think?
3: Cam Newton had the ball in his hands, able to drive with under five minutes in the fourth quarter. Even though he screwed up the whole game, he could have still been the hero, and he couldn't do it. Well, no, it was the offensive line was getting... He got blindsided I know, and stripped but still, twice.
2: He spent, like, half the game. Either on, with on the someone, ground? Yeah, like, on the ground or with someone on his I'll back. I'll rephrase,
5: the whole team did nothing the yeah, whole game. There was that, I mean, there was that, The when they got stripped to basically seal the game, Cam had a shot at it, like, the ball was right yeah. in front of him, Cam had a shot to dive at it. And he kind of, he like skipped backwards weird, and yeah. didn't, I don't know. You think that was him like giving up? He knew it was over at that point? or Honestly, I think he, a reflex. he misjudged. I feel like he misjudged. He thought maybe it was going to bounce back or something. Do you think yeah. he had like that forward motion and
2: arm throw thing?
5: Where, like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah,
2: because I, I think someone mentioned that while I was watching. Like, did he think that his arm was in like ball, motion that to makes throw? That sense. I don't know, it shouldn't have
5: even gotten to that The Panthers Looked like I I hadn't seen them all year They looked unable to First of all
2: They had never seen a defense like
5: that Yeah, that defense was incredible And let's not get it twisted Peyton Manning had nothing to do with Mm -mm. the Broncos winning that game Von Mm -hmm. Miller, MVP Von Miller and uh, DeMarcus Ware Ware And that whole defense Just apps
1: everyone Not to lead though (laughs) Not to lead. He almost screwed he, uh, for he did not. I was not a fan of his play that game. Not he had about like <laughs> two penalties in the space of 30 seconds. At one yeah. Point. 15 three, yards three, each. Three. Three. No, yeah.
8: but I'm
3: saying two were within literally like oh, 30 yeah, Oh, they were back to back. But yeah, um, there were three within a very short time also.
1: Yeah, it was it was rough. I had the, the There were like four fumbles. The, the running backs uh, bet, between John Stewart and uh, Whitaker. Yeah. Mm. They each fumbled, like, once or twice. Mm. What it was Every time I... I was, like, doing the dishes after a certain point. Every time i
5: just, like, <laughs> jump back in, they'd be like, Oh, the ball's loose! And it was just... It looked... It was ridiculous. It was a sloppy game, for sure. Yeah, so many turnovers. And something I... I mean, I feel like Rivera should take a blunt of the, the blame. How many times did they run a fullback dive on first down? That was... How many... I mean, at you know that until up to that point it hadn't worked once yet he was so and i get it like that's who he is he's stubborn and mm-hmm. you know sticking to the run game but it was the same fullback dive with Tolbert every time like every first down to start every drive off and it was just <laughs> yeah I, I didn't understand why at some point his offensive coordinator was like yo let's not do that anymore I understand it because you you have a system
1: and you play sixteen games, you win fifteen of them, and then you win two playoff games after a bye week. You're true. in the Super Bowl. You're That's like, all right, true. we've beaten everyone. And we can beat these guys too. The reason it was ridiculous was because the, they lost the ball like four times. If they hadn't fumbled the ball so many times, suddenly that system we might be looking back and and because think about how many how close they they got to the the red zone, how many field goals they could have kicked. They missed one. Yeah, right? they missed one. Yeah, that in itself, like, it was just... I i, I don't know. I was really uncomfortable watching the entire game. It's insane how close it
5: stayed the whole game. Well, because the Panthers' defense was doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And Peyton Manning wasn't doing... I think he had maybe two drives the whole game where the, they sustained it. Denver couldn't get a, a, a third None. down conver- uh, yeah. conversion it, the whole game. It seemed like, especially in the fourth quarter, it seemed like every time the Panthers would turn it over or have to kick it uh, or have to punt it Denver would go 3-and-out immediately and you'd Mm -hmm. be like alright here we go Mm -hmm. it's Cam time and then they'd squander it and then they'd get a 3-and-out and And then it'd be like alright here (laughs) we go again 8 minutes left and then they'd squander it and then it's like alright here we go like all the whole fourth quarter was just—that's the worst part—is yeah. that the Cam- the
1: Carolina Panthers could never capitalize. Mm-mm. But credit where credits due, because we were very much—we all predicted the Panthers would win, except for Skip Bayless over here. Yeah, Kev. <laughs> Um Credit where credits due. Skip Bayless is, is right sometimes. That's why he Skip Bayless. So you fit that very well. A much quieter, less annoying Skip oh, Bayless. Yeah, I mean- um, <laughs> but we, we can all acknowledge though that Broncos owned that game and thoroughly won complete from the start. Defense all the way through. I mean, right the that has been proven before that defense wins championships. The Ravens did it against the 49ers. That was another defensive standoff. Um the Broncos defense just got the, and running. Yeah, and experience too.
2: Manning didn't. Say <laughs> throw what you want ball, about Peyton
1: Manning, but he didn't fumble the ball as many times as he got touched. He never threw a pick. That was experience. Oh, he fumbled once. He, he fumbled he, he once pick. I was probably doing the dishes during that time. <laughs> no, yeah, he got picked once and fumbled once. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's less fumbles and picks than yeah. than Cam, right. who also who fumbled like twice. Again, not completely his fault. Uh, didn't die for the loose ball. He got. I saw at least one pick.
5: That's um, tough. The receivers weren't catching anything. Mm-hmm. The receivers were dropping. But
2: I think Cam was a little like amped up. Yeah, he overthrew he a overth- lot of early throwing. passes. And mm-hmm.
1: this highlighted a problem that they've gotten away with all year. They don't have receivers. But, uh, Calvin Benjamin, Florida State. Calvin Benjamin. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about another Florida State player soon uh, when we get to the awards. But Calvin Benjamin was out all season. You think they could have? Uh, you think how how you, they probably would have gotten sixteen and zero won that extra game with Kelvin Benjamin at least and then they would have had to game plan me. around him. maybe but, but the way uh, Denver would have game planned against them would have been completely yeah, different, been different. Because then you start talking doubling up then you start talking about well we can't blitz like that and then you, you look at those factors um, but Carolina's gotten away with having very okay receivers who are very quick and very big
5: and mm. they played some very experienced cornerbacks this game and that showed they, they played the best trio of corners in the league. I mean, they kept saying it over and over in the broadcast that Denver's top three corners, they're deeper than any other team and their number three corner is still as good as like some number ones mm. on other teams. Mm-hmm. So, and then that, off, that defensive line Insane. was legendary. Insane. It was crazy. And Cam didn't run at all. He was
3: very non-mobile the whole game. He did like once, and I was
5: like, "Oh, is this it?" And yeah, they had one drive, but that drive ended with a turnover. With the turnover, yeah, yeah.
1: He, he was very frazzled throughout too. And they did a really good job of containing him. And even th- when when you do that, you can tell he was like looking over his shoulder when mm-hmm. there wasn't any pressure. You start double they guessing had him scared, some of the. Yeah. yeah, they had him moving, and I mean, he'll be back. He'll be back. I, I'm sure at some point in his career. He's he's young. Did you guys see the post game video with him?
3: Yeah, I was gonna bring that up.
1: No, I have not. Can we talk about it? He,
3: he basically sat there with like (laughs) a hoodie on, with his hood over his head, and was like barely answering questions, all mopey, like almost acting like a child, I guess. And then he's he's just like, I'm done with this, and walks off. And I think people are giving him too hard a time about it. I don't think. I mean, it was a huge blow to lose a game like that. I don't think I don't think players should even have to do a press conference after something like that. They should, he, they should at, at the very at the very least it should be like after a day or two so he can collect Organize himself blood. and not react so emotionally, you know.
1: Yeah, that's the problem with that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. The for the second somebody when the, when the Cavs lost the finals they shoved a mic in in uh lebron's LeBron's face face, and he was like he basically (laughs) said dude look at the team i averaged a triple double what do you want me to do and people were like oh selfish this that like he just lost the finals same thing (laughs) happened with richard sherman another example they won but he was still amped up you can't Mm -hmm. these guys the mentality that football players put on you're going you're you're going into war and you just (laughs) you lost the biggest battle the guys like Howard Cam, he's a young guy. He's almost an undefeated season. They lost yeah. to a team they should have beaten. They, you know, they got outplayed that one day, and he was a huge part of the loss. You put a camera in his face and a mic, and he's not going to want to.
5: Uh, that sounds. I thought it'd be worse from what you said. The fact that he didn't answer questions, that was the smart thing to do, I think. Well, he. I mean, the media, that was kind of the ongoing thing. The media was trying him all mm-hmm. week, you know, like from. They were. <laughs> Before the game, a reporter was like, Hey, Cam, why are you wearing flip-flops with, with socks? socks he <laughs> yeah. was like, Yo, are you kidding me right now? Why are you wearing shoes with pants? So, And then there was another instance where somebody told him, or somebody asked him, like, do you think uh, you're changing the perception of black quarterbacks in the pocket? Or something. Something along those lines. And he was like, oh, there's no, I don't know what you're talking about. That, that, uh, That's been that's an old perception that that's been out of the game for a while and then they kept trying him and trying him and cam even said oh you seem upset like you seem mad first
3: also i don't know why there's such a strong hate against him by so many people like his i get they complain about his dancing whatever get over it you know i don't understand why there's such a passionate dislike
1: which is a different i'm I'm so, I'm pulling it. I'm pulling the race card. I'm pulling it because nobody said a thing about Peyton Manning and his flip flops and whatever. I'm, <laughs> look, you can trace this back to he had some trouble uh, with discipline in college when he was in Auburn or at UF and he like stole laptops or something like that when he was like yeah. 18. <laughs> um, you can trace it with whatever, but that's that's always the narrative with like a number one black quarterback. Uh, Jameis is still like. Walk in on. You, he, it took a year for him to play exceptionally well. Win rookie of the year for people to finally be quiet.
5: Yeah. And people
1: forget that Peyton Manning had trouble in college too. Yeah, he had with like a sexual. Yeah, he had a sexual assault, sexual assault case. case. Like yeah, um, I don't know what it is with these footballs. That's players. right. They did, it was before. It was before the internet was crazy. But you can yeah. actually look it up. Nobody brings that up. Nobody says any of that.
5: And I'm pulling the race card. Good. No, dude. Look, it. And it's really unfortunate that Cam acted the way he did in post game because he gave everyone what they were trying to, you know, pry out of him for right. so long. They everyone wanted to villainize Cam for so long and he finally just gave them exactly what they wanted. Right. That to me, I was just I was watching the post game. I was like, "No, Cam, don't don't give don't give them what they want. This uh, is what they're trying yeah. to get from yeah. you." You know, that's why they're asking you these stupid ridiculous obvious questions after you lose oh you know do you feel like they were asking him ridiculous questions like do you know how to throw a football <laughs> <laughs> like you know so i don't know like i i think
2: that just happens to many players like you were mentioning with jamaeus winston and like it starts from like an early age like college that once you do something bad you know you're gonna be Targeted throughout your career. But he was like
1: being that person and what he was like dancing and that like that's been a narrative all year because they're winning and the guy's dancing. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Everyone dances after every touchdown celebration ever.
2: People just argue that he like takes it to the next. But why is that like defensive
1: players after they hit you get in your face and talk smack? How is that not as frowned upon as if you're on offense and you best the defense and you dance to yourself? I don't get
5: it's it's the whole culture of football is twisted you guys, and Brett Favre just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Like Brett Favre was notorious, notorious for showboating, dancing, yelling, laughing, like slapping defensive players on the ass like after he would score a touchdown on them. Like he was he was notorious for this. But he was a gunslinger and he was, you know, he was a cowboy and he was and white and why? <laughs> well, that's, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's that's a
1: great transition, right? Uh, right into the, uh, he just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. We've got a lot more to say about that.
3: Well, we'll just add that Marvin Harrison got in, legendary Colts receiver, and Tony Dungy, also legendary head coach who is with the Colts,
5: got inducted as well. Yeah. Wow. Well deserved. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's, that's, the NFL is a microcosm of, all other entertainment industries Mm -hmm. in this country so we shouldn't really be surprised but it is it's ridiculous but speaking of entertainment what did you guys think of the halftime show wait should we go to a song break first yes that's what i meant speaking of entertainment (laughs) let's go to a song break i will be right back
9: (laughs)
4: to stand hold me close i way wasting away hold me close i to too
0: fucked to stand Princess. Will you call me a girlfriend?
5: That was Anna Wise with Precious Possession. Um, guys, halftime. What'd you guys think?
2: No.
1: No. <laughs> no. <Boo. laughs>
9: I did not think it was that
1: good. You didn't like it? No. Wait, Kev, you didn't like Beyonce Bruno Mars featuring Coldplay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, that when you put that together like that. It sounds insane, but Oh you forgot one. Mark, what's his guy? Oh, Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson. Yeah, he was little, also in there for like oh, a little sketching. cameo thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't like Coldplay, I think. I think that's what didn't do it for me. His voices wasn't there. I don't even, do they do that live?
5: Uh, I think, I think they did. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I, I, don't I don't know
3: why they're doing these songs when it's <laughs> 2016.
9: <laughs>
1: Uh, the second he came on screen, he was wearing uh, what he decided to wear. I was like, Yo, so this guy's having a midlife crisis, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like, and I'm a huge fan of him. What's his name? I'm blanking on his. Chris day. Martin. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of their old stuff. I grew
3: up to a lot of old Coldplay. Uh, I'm not then, saying they're bad, but it didn't make sense to me yeah. for them to be here this time.
5: They've been they've been trying to be pop stars for the last couple years. This they was are, like, but it just yeah, wasn't their weird. time. I don't think yeah, I don't I just don't think that especially when you put up Beyonce and Bruno Mars, who I think really they killed. I think they killed it. I really like Bruno Mars. Well Bruno Mars had a crazy Super Bowl halftime show a few years ago. Last, I felt like last year, right? Two I years don't know. ago I think. Yeah. Or maybe it was, la- like maybe it was last maybe it was last year. Fact check. Alright, fact check, it was it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. But I felt like he killed it. And I felt like he killed it last night. Beyonce did what Beyonce does. And Coldplay seemed like they were just happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> they seemed like they were just really like chris martin was just like oh my god i can't believe it this beyonce's touching <laughs> was, my shoulder
2: there was actually like a little meme of them three when they were all three together in the front and it's like bruno mars beyonce yeah, and you that. see chris martin's in the back and he's like when you're really happy and you're
3: trying to fit in or something like <laughs> i that. saw another one where people pasted the michael jordan crying face oh, over him i saw that one too. <laughs>
5: yeah man and then it was weird they cut so after Bruno Mars and Beyonce left Coldplay did this you know they did did a a song but you never actually saw him singing it because they did a montage of other much better halftime shows yeah like over him singing and then he started doing like this this medley wouldn't
2: you think they'd go a lot harder for their 50th anniversary, or 50th Super Bowl. For the like,
5: Super Bowl, like, the committee?
2: Yeah, like, with performers. And-
1: yeah, I thought Katy Perry's, um, her budget was, like, infinite. Exactly. She got a dinosaur on there. Like, I think they, like, resurrected a real dinosaur, and she was, like, <laughs> walking around on it. It was life-size. And then she started, like, flying, and then the floor just, like, lifted. It was crazy. I, I, I really one, do think that this yeah. one was a bit... Uh, That's what happens when you have to do a Super Bowl during the day. I guess (laughs) that's
2: true too. It didn't look as good, I think, because it was still like daylight out.
1: Yeah, they were like shooting Beyonce, who was just like walking on the field, Mm -hmm. which I thought was weird. Like she didn't have like a platform or anything. Mm -hmm. She
5: was just walking on the field. Did you guys see her almost fall? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) she like lost her balance. Yo, she recovered so well though. She like turned it into. (laughs) She made it look like a dance move. Yeah.
3: (laughs) There was a GIF and someone wrote like. When you're about to fall, but God has your back. <laughs> <laughs> She's too
6: perfect. <laughs> no,
5: <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. It it just uh, the whole thing seemed weird. It, what was cool is obviously they were they made it a point to you know shed light on you know LGBT, LGBT. and uh, civil like Black yeah, that was awesome. Lives Matter and. i I really enjoyed those nods i thought it was really cool i thought the whole beyonce you know um, black panther malcolm x imagery was awesome Mm. and she was wearing the 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 same outfit yeah the michael jackson
3: yeah yeah
1: Yeah, we we joke around about Coldplay's performance but they're they're always you know the intentions are always uh, always dope they took that up they took an opportunity to like promote all of that and all those colors and Oh, so if I, I really like the what, what they were trying to do at least. Um, the execution wasn't that great. Which were trying, trying. <laughs> but I think the part of it was honestly um, pro. I got to go to sleep early last night because the Super Bowl started at like three thirty for uh, everyone on <laughs> the West pro. Coast. <laughs> but yeah. it was still early. A game at six. But it's always at six thirty. But I don't know how I feel about it. Like just watching the game during the day. Yeah, it, it was kind of weird. It did not look like a Super Bowl. Mm. It looked like another game. And I think it threw some of the players off, too.
5: I don't know. It looked weird. Everything was just weird. What'd you guys think about Gaga singing the uh, national anthem? I mean, it was whatever. Thank it's, you. It, All right, It's cool. not bad.
2: Like, her voice is good, but it's yeah. Gaga. Yeah, I was, uh,
1: <laughs> I was doing the dishes during this time. We had a lot of dishes. <laughs> what you guys eat? I was man? just going in and out. It's and... your second nickname. <laughs> the dishwasher. Dishwasher. professional dishwasher
5: (laughs) yeah i know gaga i mean gaga did her thing i thought i mean i don't know i agree i just you know anytime people kind of universally react to something in such a oh
7: my gosh she killed it
5: and i feel differently i always feel like maybe i'm wrong like when people really liked it I mean, just from my Twitter feed, everyone right. was like, slay, girl, slay. Really? So Yeah, people really you must it. must be following uh, different people. <laughs> <I> fo- <laughs> you know what's crazy? I follow a bunch of singers. So oh, uh, so I thought, like, okay, these professional singers know nah. No, but know singers
2: actually
3: about. like Gaga from what I see.
5: Right. She's, like, respected. Her voice is
3: respect- The album she did with Tony Bennett, the jazz album, yeah, I really like she a She has lot.
2: an album with Tony Bennett.
5: You have to... So maybe that's what it is. Maybe like technically she's super on point, and that's Mm -hmm. why people who are into that, in that world, appreciate it. And maybe just me, I just didn't like the tone of her voice, which is something so dumb. But that that's like everything to me as far as singing. No, it makes sense. Yeah, I can't really
1: comment on that considering I really love Donald Glover's falsetto, and I know that a lot of people (laughs) don't like it. But I'm like, oh, I love that. Like it's, it's great. Even speaking of Bruno
3: Mars, real quick. Donald did a cover of Marry You last yeah, year and great. I like it a lot Kev likes Bruno's better yeah I don't I don't like that
1: no I'll anymore. be the first to admit Donald isn't the but we found a way to talk about that I found a way to <laughs> but no I I love his voice
3: <laughs> what about the commercials what do you guys think any ones that like stood out Mm. I'll
2: say there was this really dumb commercial. It was that Mountain Dew, <laughs> that puppy monkey baby. <laughs> that was puppy retarded. monkey baby, some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know what you're
5: talking about, but I, it was, I was like zoning no, I out. Remember. Yeah, it was but horrible. one that
2: I really liked, I think, was the Prius commercial. You guys oh, saw yeah. that one? W- yeah. Wait, which one? Where they rob a bank? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was I think cool. it kept going. They had like a part two to it. That oh, really? I saw like half of it later on, but wow. I didn't get
3: to see. But yeah.
5: What was your favorite? You saw? Uh,
3: probably. I mean, the Doritos one was pretty funny, where the baby's like. Oh, I missed they're, it. They're, oh, you missed it? Yeah. The guys, they're at like an ultrasound thing, and the guy's like hanging Dorito chips over the belly of the mother, and the you see the baby. In the ultrasound. Yeah, in the ultrasound, <laughs> trying to reach for it, and then he's like fiddling with it. She's like, cut it out, and then. He reaches it all the way over, and the baby, like, slides out. And (laughs) he's like, oh, my God. Dorito always finds these great ideas. But but it was funny, too. I saw someone on Twitter say Doritos pitch meeting. All right, guys, how about this? A baby slides
1: (laughs) out of a uterus.
5: (laughs) Genius. Why didn't we think of this last year? You're promoted. You were doing dishes, right?
1: I was doing dishes. Um, I, I always know that the, the Super Bowl is a big day for for like blockbuster movie fans. We always get a lot of comic book movie New, trailers. Oh yeah, newborn movie. Newborn movie. Um, I, I never really got into the born movie. You guys was so that good. Wasn't the, that has nothing to do with the Doritos commercial. Yeah. <laughs> newborn i'm forward. a super big born oh friend. i see that that was good that you was guys great. saw the the new jungle book movie i saw that probably? i saw the tv spot They try to make it like 3d on my 2d tv yeah, yeah. it's yeah. terrible <laughs> but then they came out with a trailer that same night that was not as bad um that looked a lot better in ter- like visually mm-hmm. i'm still not it doesn't look like when the animals are talking it doesn't look like the animals are saying words which is still kind of bugging me but it's very <laughs> early on and credit to them this is probably one of the most like the craziest uses of technology everything's green screen they're never in a jungle not once so credit
5: yeah. to credit where credit's due i mean there was the uh there's a bunch of comic book movie trailers like the new x-men Too many. movie trailer and then the the new iron man and captain mm-hmm. they all look the same like yeah. at this point they're all just like yeah, bleeding into each other but we'll see anyway we'll,
3: on a final Super Bowl note, Peyton did not announce his retirement officially, Mm-mm. but I thought the comment he gave was good, that Tony Dungy told him not to make an emotional decision, and I think he just didn't want to take away from everything going on, so yeah, that- I'm not mad at that, but he better retire after this, because you can't ask <laughs> you for better a better time. ending.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what though. He's gonna do. He's gonna wait until minicamp. He's gonna drive over there,
5: see how the team's looks, <laughs> and then he's either gonna be like, Yeah, sure, I can ride another one out, or, or no. Nah, he's done. No, yeah, I think, I he's, think done. he's done. I, th- I agree 100. percent When he wouldn't retire on air, I just immediately thought, Oh, he's just—he doesn't want to take away from the—he yeah. mo- doesn't want to make the moment about him, mm-hmm. in paint and fashion. But he's, yeah, he's done.
3: But Marshawn Lynch did retire. He During the game, he posted it on Twitter with just his cleats hanging on a telephone wire and a
1: peace sign emoji. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we got. Marshawn fashion,
5: yep. <laughs> man. the man of few words. Marshawn might be one of my favorite favorite players of all time. Just at, not even as a football player, but as a person, personality, personality wise, <laughs> very unique. He's always
1: just done things his way, mm-hmm. and he's been. Really good at it, and he shows up on the football field. His favorite candy, Skittles. Yeah. It's great. The whole the the package that is Marshawn Lynch, like in after the Skittles, you don't need to. Package Skittles. Else. Yeah, it's he's awesome. He's great, and you I think? hope he. Uh, and he, I hope he officially joins the staff of Conan for Clueless Gamer because I always appreciate those uh, yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah, The
3: Mortal Kombat one should be funny. Yeah, it? let's play the new Beyonce, and we'll be right yes. back.
9: This A is.
8: Formation. <laughs> Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces Woo! My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama oh, I like my baby hair with baby hair and afro oh. I like my Negro nose with Jackson yeah. 5, nostrum. I earned all this money, but they never take the country I me mean, I got hot sauce in my bag, swag I can't see not I want it, I want Yellow I'm on it. On it, I dream it, I work I'm hard, I run till I own it, it. I swirl on, the little, I'm 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 little, i am i am little i am i i am i am going to go i am hard, i am little i am i am i i am Cause I, slay. I might get your song played on the radio station, <laughs> Cause I slay. you just might be a Black Bill Gates in the making, Cause I, I just might be a Black Bill Gates in the making, I it, I want it, want it. I yellow, want it. I dream it, I work hard, I grind till I own it, I twirl on my Okay, ladies now let's get information you know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation always they gracious best revenge is your paper
2: and we're back on group chat with your host money nah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Um. on a final football note there's a lot of things that happened during the super bowl i don't know if you guys were aware but that was Peyton Manning's 200th win oh. career. The only oh. player to ever get there wow. postseason and regular season. Oh, okay. Wow. That's still pretty
5: crazy considering Favre. Favre is at He's 199. And he was left he that 199. Wow. He
3: was also the oldest star in QB. And, and he Super was yeah.
5: Old guy, man. We, I mean, when Favre retired, we all, I don't think anyone thought we would ever see somebody play longer than that. Mm hmm. And then here we are just, like, a few years later, which is crazy. But well, we might be talking about this
2: probably next season because Tom Brady's only, like, oh, oh. six wins away from that. <laughs> he's at 194.
1: Oh, so he's going to beat it. Yeah, easily. Easy. Like, first six games of the next year. Mm. You think? And he's done it quicker, yeah. right? Brady's yeah, done it in less, a less
2: years, like, right? he's probably going to get to, two... At least 230 in his career. I mean, I don't know. How many years do you think he has left?
5: I could see Brady playing for another five years. Yeah, I could see that. He Easy. doesn't go hard, yeah. But, um... The ref's helping him up after every play. <laughs> yeah. <Go> don't
1: <hard. laughs> Absolutely.
5: And then on a final football note,
3: and the uh, awards were announced. Yeah. We have
2: our MVP.
5: Cam!
3: Cam
2: knew it. We all knew it, right?
3: Yeah, he deserved it. Regular season MVP.
5: Ooh.
3: Oh. <laughs> <He> <laughs> Too, <was beat>. soon. <laughs> Too soon. Too <laughs>
9: soon.
2: Oh, we have the rookie of the year, Jameis Winston. J- Jameis. Jameis. Jameis
5: Winston.
1: Wow. Oh, I mean, to be fair, it's spelled
2: very it's complicated, Jameis, man. I guess. <laughs> I think that's how they say it in SportsCenter. I think I'm used to
5: hearing it like that. Oh, they say it so wrong in SportsCenter. It's their job. <laughs> that's their job to say other athletes' names. And as a AP Offensive
2: Rookie of the Year, Todd Gurley. And for defense, Marcus Peters.
5: Well deserved. Yeah, I saw uh, Todd Gurley got really emotional like after he accepted the award. Mm. Gurley got emotional?
3: <laughs> yeah. oh. Say that to his face. Can't go away.
5: <laughs> no, but he, he was just really thankful. Like he He came back from ACL surgery and He missed a bunch of games in the beginning of the season, still rushed for over 1,100 yards. So it was just, he's going to be a monster.
1: Yeah, it's insane. He went up, accepted the awards, and then he thought that it was like the rookie of the year thing, but he didn't know that it was just the offensive rookie of the year. And then he sat down there, like, all right, for the real rookie of the year, (laughs) Jameis Winston. And he was like, God. (laughs) All that for nothing. Um, But no, really, though, good for them. He he was killing it.
2: All right, so. Let's move on to a quick baseball. note. Greg Bird, the Yankees, probably like their top prospect, the most anticipated rookie. At least for me to watch, Greg Bird is out for the whole season. He's uh, getting horrible blow. Yeah, I couldn't sleep when I heard that news. Oh man,
5: <laughs> Toss him and turn.
2: But yeah, he's getting like um surgery in the shoulder, and he's out for the entire season.
5: What happened to him exactly? He tore his what was it? I don't
2: even you know these
5: medical yeah. terms. <laughs> he tore
2: <laughs> something, but he was playing injured supposedly last season. But I guess it's just getting worse and worse now.
1: So this was like an injury that it was like he's been playing with it. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah, it's rough.
2: Um, Notre Dame upset the number two seed, um, UNC, in college. Um, b-ball.
3: Yeah, that was crazy. Go fighting Irish.
5: Wait, were they they weren't ranked, right? Nope. Notre Dame, they were unranked? Yep. That's good. And what was UNC? Two. Like, Number two.
3: two. Wow. That's,
2: wow.
1: A, That's
5: crazy.
2: <laughs> That's never good.
1: <laughs> I imagine what like you walk into the locker room after losing that game and you're just like, Oof. what happened? <laughs> Guys, what happened? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um and Something tragic happened this week. Um, I don't know if you guys, knew Dave mirror mm-hmm. the BMX freestyle legend, passed away. Oh, man. Supposedly, in a parent gunshot wound to the head. So, yeah, they. Suicide. Like yeah.
5: apparent suicide. That's, That's always, always like
2: super sad to hear.
5: It's it always blows my mind every time I hear about someone of legendary status Tight. taking their own life. It's like, man, you never really know, you know. Hell yeah
2: that's so and, crazy. Like I didn't follow him like crazy But I knew him from like, the Playstation 1 day. Dave, yeah. Dave Mirror BMX Freestyle Games He wow. was the guy you wanted to be and-
1: Yeah you just Yeah you really caught me off guard there Um, I, I'll admit I was not prepared for this The second you said something tragic BMX Biker That's the last thing I thought you would say Like that he Dave Mirror yeah. yeah That it was suicide related That's crazy did, yeah. did was it like an illness, or did did anything come out that, or was he just
5: like a mental illness? Yeah,
1: yeah. Was uh, is there anything deeper than that, or no, he probably, just no, I guess depression? Or... That's crazy, man. It's these these athletes post post their like sporting careers. Mm-hmm. We got to learn more because there was that thing with Junior Seau and all that stuff. I mean, it's always a tragedy to hear about this and just how far behind we are in. Like, comprehending the psychology that goes on. Mm. Yeah, man, that after. dude's
5: fallen on his head countless You know, like, I would not doubt that that has its effect to over do. time. Like, his, you put, like, it's a over two decades long career of wiping out concussions. And, yeah, and concussions and yeah. shit. And I, I, I refuse to believe that that doesn't have something to do with it.
3: That's about it for sports. Except for today, Derek Fisher got fired.
5: Yeah.
2: Oh, shit, yeah, that
3: happened.
1: Good thing we recorded on a Monday, because that happened like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Not quite, but yeah. Not quite, yeah. We've been recording for much longer, but that happened while I was I was on the way here to record, and I saw it on my phone, and I was like, oh, well, about it happen- time.
3: It happened this morning, but... Yeah, well, I <laughs> my updates are late. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm still that.
1: rocking that uh, iPhone... That's that's not how te- <laughs> that's not how technology works. I should get the sports yeah, <laughs> updates whenever. But I, I just found out about that. And you that's think he crazy. That? Long overdue. Oh, they have really? a terrible stretch. <laughs> um actually they've played they've been playing well recently, so I'd say that's why I'm a little surprised, but I'm surprised they didn't get fired after the first year, just because the turnaround is so quick in the NBA now that if you don't you don't just immediately win, you lose your job. Yeah. I don't know. But that's also like the problem. You're like not giving time. Yeah, to, but he had time, and he developed. Yeah. They they're a pretty good team. Yeah, now. they're not a bad team. They're leaps and bounds where they started. That's why I'm surprised that. You guys think Matt Barnes had anything to do with this? <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm not even. No. Sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, just checking. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I heard who who's replacing him for now? Um, Kurt Rambis?
1: Maybe. Yeah,
5: that's what I think. And then, they're looking at Luke Walton. For long term. Uh, I think yeah. he's like one of the people they're looking into. I don't know if I see Luke Walton doing that, but
2: that's it for sports this week. We'll be right back after a quick song.
6: I've forgotten how it feels with the carpet under my seat. It's the polyester fibers, That wrap around my feet. Feels like ho oh, oh. ho oh, oh, ho. Oh, oh. oh. the cold shakes my bones it's the rug that warms my soul it's the text out to the skin and the sensation alone feels like oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh so if you ever come round to my house take your shoes off at the door because it's impolite not to He'll be damaging my floor Cause it's my home When you're down, you're alone It's a train that brings you home And your mother, brother, sister, father Waiting at the door It's so sweet Sweet Makes me glad Unlikely that you'll find a home so tidy Compared to what it's like Living like a city type Why it's no.
3: Dan Kroll home and we're back going to movies with the first installment of book club
6: book club book not about club. books <laughs> I can't wait
1: for the the jingle we come up with for this one it'll it'll come coming soon give me time uh, let the master work It's magic <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway beasts of no nation That was our assignment for this week. For people who didn't hear last episode, basically we're doing this thing called Book Club. That's not about books. (laughs) We have an assignment each week where all of us watch or listen to or partake in the same thing. Mm -hmm. And we announce it the week before so that if the listeners, you guys want to tune in and do the same then you'll be able to follow along our discussion more
5: and if not enjoy anyway and during the show feel free to tweet us your opinions on or email us or email us or anything just we want you to be a part of the conversation one
3: one two three four group chat at gmail.com
5: so just to be clear
1: jack and we're not going to go out of our way to do this but the point of giving a week's head time is just to have an open conversation right so we're assuming that you guys have uh, have watched the movie with us and we're talking to you as if you have seen the movie with us. So, so spoilers.
3: We, we might try to avoid
1: spoilers. We're, we, we're going to do our best, but if if you're one of those, it depends on what you think of spoilers. We're going to yeah. talk about mm-hmm. plot points. We'll do our best to stay away from it, but right. at the very best, we're going to assume that you've also watched the movie so we can talk about it openly.
5: Right. Mm-hmm. Let's get started. What do you guys think? No, Yo, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, assigning this Movie, because Kev, Kev, yeah, Kev, and T- two wins, and I feel two wins Kev them. was ahead of the game. He was Kev was a visionary because you put this on your top it was on my top. top of 2015. Kev, list. As I
2: look back at it, I think it should have been closer to one than it was. You had it at it
1: was three. three. Yeah,
5: yeah, should have uh, been two or one. But I think it would have made my list after watching it. It would have made to my
1: top five. Yeah, it would have been number one for me actually mm, yeah. we don't believe over <laughs> star wars absolutely the entire time i watched this movie i was just pissed that it didn't get a nomination for anything and i've spoken i'm sure we're going to get into this but just to kind of lead with it i was talking to joao about it and i think the reason it didn't get a nomination was because maybe it has something to do with the medium that uh the oscar scared of the way netflix yeah, handles things so. you don't think it has anything to do with the way netflix it's free. you just watch it it's free anyone can I wouldn't watch say it. nothing you want. but i don't think it made the difference what regardless of the scenario i kept watching the movie trying to nitpick why it didn't get nominated and i was furious because i didn't find a reason and i and the movie just got better and better and yeah. better and i was just angrier and angrier and angrier <sighs> that nobody got nominated for anything i'll say this
3: I think it should have got nominated for cinematography. Yeah, but unlike you guys, it would not have made my top five of mm.
1: last year. You want okay? Me?
3: Like it was, it was really well shot, but the story wasn't complete to me. It felt like something was missing, mm. and it felt too long. It was kind of hard to get through. Like honestly, if it wasn't assigned, I wouldn't have gotten through it. And I'm glad I did because there were moments that were worth it to see finish, but it just didn't feel all the way there to me. What you guys think about? This?
1: I was so uncomfortable the whole time and I was felt truly foreign to the scenario and the environment and everything going on. Mm-hmm dude i like cried like three times (laughs) and none of them were cheap tears like none of them were when somebody died or something it was mostly just because something looked spectacular the scene where this is the major plot point uh Mm -hmm. or this is the major spoiler idris elba's they, they had that sense of brotherhood and before they went into battle the first time Ninja Elba was like feeling their chest and like bobbing and weaving with them and the synth came up like that synth bass came up at the end and they started storming the streets and the guy shot the bazooka and the way it was shot <laughs> I was like in tears I was like if at any point in my life I can create something this beautiful like mm. I can die happy like it was amazing the mm. way that was shot and the way that made me feel um I, that movie was incredible to me, and I never felt like it was cheap. Like I never mm. felt like it cheated, it messed with my emotions to get a rise out of me. Because if you look at the beginning point of this kid's Agus' uh, life mm. and the end of it, everything was, uh, everything was for a reason. Like the, the what happened to his family and all of that was a justification for the actions he 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 made. And from a writing perspective, that script it was two and a half hours long it was tight <laughs> yeah. it was really tight I felt like everything kind of came full circle the best way it could have um, but I, I can talk about it forever I want to see what you guys think I did think. not like the ending
3: like I like that what happened to him but I didn't think it was a good ending Yeah.
1: well his life is ruined that's the Right. baseline that's just the story of what happened between a time frame in his life and like he will forever be scarred for of the rest course. of his life i'm, but I'm if you saying look at,
3: from like a storytelling point of view though yeah i didn't think it was a strong ending for the movie
1: i thought it was just because of the character transformation but what do you think yeah, i
2: would i would say when i first watched it i was kind of at that point I, I wasn't like sure on the ending but it's like you said it's it's all about the the evolution of the character what he had to go through what we saw him go through and not much about how his life ends because like you said his life is so screwed up that i think it would have been hard to make a other another ending or more positive than it ended. he uh, learned uh, this lesson I, I think
5: yeah i mean the the Symbolism and imagery throughout the movie was always, like, really, really in your face, and I don't know, the I, F, when it when I first watched it, like literally as soon as it cut to black I think I kind of felt like Jack, where I was like, ah oh, I don't know about that ending, you know it, I, but then I, the more I think about it, the more I think how else could they have ended it without a being unrealistic,
9: right?
5: Or B being too dark, too dark for no reason because the whole movie is just—I mean, it's like really dark shit throughout the whole movie. Yeah, this
2: movie is not for everyone.
5: Yeah, but but and and they could have they could have ended it it's like I mean clearly they were not afraid to go to certain places <laughs> yeah. that were extremely dark and extremely uncomfortable, and they could have ended it in that same way i mean they could have idris alba's character could have had a totally different ending and i think Mm -hmm. we all know what we're talking about like we could have accepted anything as far as his fate goes
3: also let's summarize real quick the movie for people who haven't seen it or don't know what it is
5: yeah i mean it's a I never caught on to exactly what country. I don't know if they ever no, clarified. They, don't they, they don't, don't. they didn't clarify right Absolutely, like, researching. And they don't. Yeah. So it's somewhere a, in Africa. yeah somewhere in Africa. It's the story about a, a war torn territory, basically, um, where a child, seemingly part of just you know one of the communities, mm-hmm. he gets caught in the middle of the war. You know, he's separated from his family and he flees into the jungle and gets picked up by a group of child rebel rebel soldiers led by Idris Elba and the whole the movie is about his experience with this group and him basically losing his innocence is the movie the whole movie is him losing his innocence and losing his childhood and yeah I mean to just to drive that point home about the ending the ending I felt like it was the most tastefully that they could have ended it they could have gone the shock factor route they could have gone the unrealistically happy route but I felt like they ended it up with him just I mean obviously there was the imagery of him going into the water and him being baptized and being you know reborn Mm -hmm. which was a theme throughout that was you know something Idris Elba's character talked about in the film so I thought that it was it, it made sense I, I accepted it the more I thought about it I accepted it he has to come you know face to face with everything he just went through but it, he's given almost like a second chance right he's given this rebirth
3: yeah I mean I can I can see that I don't know what I, I don't know what the alternate ending would be either and maybe it was the best ending but something in the story overall just felt not quite there to me um yeah,
2: yeah Kevin, i was just gonna, gonna say? say that not just that um he's getting a second chance in life but also that with his decisions he with what he went with he would have uh he would be able to live with himself mm. basically okay yeah like, he won't go mentally crazy 20 years down the line. Mm. Which was also kind of satisfying to me. Yeah. Knowing that this guy won't eventually crash and get into drugs or kill himself, you know? But, I mean, we don't know that, but...
1: That's what they that's were pointing how, towards. It yeah. Was like he was getting that.
5: that second chance. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, uh, let's talk about like specific scenes. Mm. I thought a great turning point for his character and or a point that showed development was after he has that like that trip of when everything turns pink, all the leaves oh. and stuff. Ah. There, uh, he's watching two of his uh, fellow friends, kind of soldier soldiers, friends, like yeah. react out as if they were soldiers and they were like playing a skit, which is reminiscent to the beginning with the television, uh, and off to his right some guy's getting like shot through the head and you see he's like laughing and he looks and he does a kind of like a double take and the camera just kind of focuses in and out and then he decides to ignore it and just keeps looking and like laughing with his friends and that in itself that was like halfway through the movie that to me i was just like wow that whole way to tell beautifully shot and And, like yeah that whole section that was before the scene with the panning It was the one shot when they infiltrated the house and yeah let's talk about
5: that 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 whole that so there was that the whole you know the altered uh pigment scene where Mm -hmm. everything turned rose red there was that scene that was like the most gorgeous like visually stunning scene i had seen in such a long time and then right after that there's the the one uh, the one take scene of them in the building And the whole time I'm watching it, you know, when they come up the ladder and the the whole thing happens, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm telling Juan, like, yo, this is one take. Yo, this is one take. And it just (laughs) kept going. I was like, yo, this is one take. And the reason why that was so mind-blowing for me was the level of choreographing that it must have took by not only the actors, but the cameraman and the sound man, everyone involved capturing that it must have been like a, two and a half minute three minute straight shot and then at the end of the shot he looks out onto the field and there's stuff going on like down on the field and there's explosions and stuff and then it comes back into the building and then he prays and it's just there was so many different there was a wide shot there was a close-up there was a tracking shot there was all these things with zero cuts Mm. and and that's when I was just like, "Oh my God, like, <laughs> are you kidding me? This is an impressive level of cinematography and just overall, you know, filmmaking." And I, and I, and I get it, Jack. And the reason why I, I'm not even like, "Yo, are you crazy? How's it not in your top five? is <laughs> because I know, I know we all prioritize different things. Mm-hmm. When we, we made that really clear when we were picking our top five for last year. And I made it very clear that for me, cinematography was like it. <laughs> it was a cinematography and score. And I thought the score did a good job of, you know, ex- accentuating certain moments and, you know, telling you when to be tense and when to kind of settle down and not take what's played, happening too seriously. They even
1: played with that. They started to make, I started to get happy when the, the, the score would be upbeat when they're just slaughtering people because that's <laughs> when he was at his, he was having a good time. And they kind of tricked, manipulated the viewer into that because mm. of his past. We want to root for him
5: and all of that stuff. Yeah, so like they would, you know, the first time he's seeing certain acts of violence, the score kind of tells you what he's feeling, mm. which is that anxiety and that fear. And then as the movie goes on, those same exact acts of violence are scored differently. So it just shows you how his perspective is has changed. And I just, yeah, I just, I thought it... it I thought that I, I didn't mind the lack of you know dialogue and the lack of maybe script um, I don't know I, I, I didn't really mind that because I felt like everything was conveyed through really powerful imagery and symbolism and and when they did speak, it, it felt like every single line was like like oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said that, like, yeah, it was you know, and just elbow killed it. yeah, I don't know how he didn't get nominated for supporting. So I'll say cinematography it should have gotten nominated. And as much as I liked Sicario and I liked the cinematography and I think Roger Deacons is a beast and mm-hmm. all the praises I sang during my best of list, I would replace Sicario with Beast of Donation no mm. easily.
2: And in connection, two characters and not getting nominated and whatnot how did you guys feel about all these kids who did a insane amazing job, job amazing
1: i don't job acting i don't know i can't put my finger on why uh the the actor who's playing Argu didn't get nominated idris elba didn't get nominated it's crazy these are like 12, 13-year-old kid. And the range of emotion he shows and the character development that he shows. That kid is, I want to follow his career because he's going to be a star if, if, you know, if he gets the opportunities that other people get. Um, But I want to touch on the script because I thought it was great. And I thought it was the best use. I thought it was very minimalistic in a sense of what Joao said. People didn't say a lot of words, um, but when they said something, it it carried weight and everything was symbolic. Mm. They did a good job playing with expectations. So, what's the kid with the the hat? His uh, Agu's best Agu's friend.
5: Best friend. Stryker. Stryker. Yeah. So great character. Great
1: character. Doesn't say a word. Um. Oh my god, that. Also,
3: kid. even just like a little thing for me with him, like his blue hat was such a great touch. Oh, huh. yeah. just little things like that stand out to me.
1: Yeah, and it's. You find out how he got the hat, too, later on. Yeah. Um, but, this, so what the, the screenwriters did, and they did this, there were ten instances of this. I'm just making up a number, but there were like three or four that I even named after to draw that I won't say, because I don't want to get into way too spoiler territory. But an example of, remember when they were about to, the scene I was just talking about, when um, Idris Elba let Agu see through the telescope? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the binocular, and, the binocular. Yes. and then he doesn't hand it to he like doesn't the hand Stryker. it to striker you think that development you you saw striker get kind of jealous and you mm-hmm. think the 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 narrative is going to be okay Agu and striker are going to butt heads mm-hmm. a scene later happens that plot twists the mm-hmm. crap out of you and bonds the two what yeah. the scene right after and then that makes was... you not like a character that you previously were rooting for mm-hmm. so they do things like that throughout the whole story that make you they just kind of they keep you on on your toes the entire time and i really appreciated that so from a screenwriting standpoint i thought they looked at the bigger picture more than they did specifics in terms of like moment to moment dialogue but the dialogue that was in the movie was uh catered to that scale that that grand scale as opposed to maybe the moment to moment wasn't that great but i mean it was also it was also everything was symbolic so I really appreciated the screenplay from that point of view
3: yeah I mean I think we've discussed it pretty well and even though it's not in my top 5 I still respect the movie and I can see why it majors so yeah let's go into song break and we'll be right back on group chat this may be the
10: end Of my silver lining days Cause I got babies to raise In this world Oh It seems to be going down Fools make all the decisions
5: group chat that was mars today with so far away so guys uh we lost another legend seems like every week we're i don't even know what to say anymore. 2016 sucks <laughs> yo it's just yeah so um maurice white the founder of earth wind and fire passed away this week and uh it's crazy i mean you want to talk about somebody who influenced music and just completely changed the uh, the landscape of popular music with everything that Earth, Wind & Fire... I mean, Earth, Wind & Fire still perform to this day. That, that was how powerful their impact was. So, yeah. I mean, he was the creative force behind the band. He was the founder. He sang, he played percussion... Um, multi-instrumentalist and he's off to the other side now if you if you haven't if if anyone isn't familiar with Earth, Wind & Fire stuff and I'm sure everyone kind of you know subconsciously is I'm sure everyone's heard Earth, Wind & Fire but if you haven't uh, kind of delved into it just just download a Best Of album and just run it through and you'll realize how much all of that stuff influenced everything. Everything that you hear now. So, rest in peace. R.I.P. Um, Jack, and we were we were talking about Beyonce earlier in the halftime show, and you know, we played Formation. She's actually beyond just completely dominating as far as you know her, the way that she rolls out, you know, announcements and content. tour announcements and content. She's she's doing something. So seriously important with an issue that is, I mean, it's ridiculously, ridiculously heavy. So what's she, what's she doing?
3: Yeah, she's, she announced a tour as part of this new single rollout and performance. And she's going to be donating money to the crisis in Flint, Michigan. Yeah.
2: Nice.
5: That's awesome. Yeah. what she, if you don't know, Flint, Michigan right now is dealing with a water quality crisis Mm -hmm. basically they don't have clean water and uh, a lot of celebrities are you know either donating or sending water or doing their part and this is Beyonce's way and that's I mean we talked about this last week how these people have these platforms I mean Beyonce arguably has the biggest platform right Mm -hmm. now I mean she is just on uh, in another stratosphere as far as cultural impact and popularity so here we have another example of a celebrity kinda of taking responsibility and doing something about it and doing something with that, that fame. Definitely. And shouts out Beyonce. It's good to see this.
2: She she's not from Michigan, right? No. That you don't even have to yeah. be <laughs> yeah.
3: from there to support and help the people that really need it. In one of our unofficial assignments for this week, Johan messaged us on Thursday, I believe, and said, oh, hey, we should listen to the Majid Jordan album and discuss it. So as you brought it up, what would you think?
1: Yeah, so this came out um, kind of quietly just because, well, never quietly when it's out of OVO, but uh, just they because... They did have a
3: piece in the New York Times.
1: Yeah, wow. so uh, I, I think we've been talking about Kanye this whole time and a lot of you know Super Bowl a lot of events this one kind of got swept under the rug and I've actually been looking out for this one because I really liked their EP um, A Place Like This and I really enjoyed it thoroughly all five songs were great um, <laughs> and if you listened to our last show plug 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 plug, 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 plug. Um, we reviewed Rihanna's album and I said that it was a lot of good singles but it wasn't very cohesive it's the complete opposite of this this album's pretty cohesive not a lot of hits <laughs> I really i like like everyone else i really enjoy king city maybe two more tracks on there i can't tell you the names of a lot of them and i've listened to it like i listened to, to it times. like twice
3: and i can't i couldn't no songs like
1: stood out yeah either time yeah it, i mean maybe that i can a few songs that I'm not a huge fan of. The the one with Drake, I know that's gonna be playing a lot, and I, I wasn't a my big fan love, of that one. When you gonna love. be my love.
5: <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I t- to be honest, I've I've never been the the biggest fan of Majid Jordan. I I I love I really like it when they write for other people. I think um Hold On We're Going Home. Great. it's an awesome song. Mm-hmm. And listening to some songs on this album i always felt I, I kept feeling wow this would be a dope song for miguel at like king city right yeah king city would be a dope song for miguel um i just kept hearing miguel singing the song that they wrote and produced uh and but yeah i mean like i'm not i'm not gonna listen to this album really other than just to listen to it and you know give it the time to give it a shot but i it is what it is. It's. I think it's well produced. I'm not the biggest fan of his voice. I've never really thought that he could, you know, sing. <laughs> 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 but I. It, again, I know a lot of people like the album. I, I know that it's, you know, a lot of people, it came out and a lot of people seem to receive it well. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to listen to it again. I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't, actually like his vocals. What do you guys think? I don't think it's a bad album.
3: I, I think it's pretty solid, but it doesn't do anything for me, like emotionally. Like it doesn't connect for me. But that being said, I don't think it's bad, and I don't think, I think he can sing. It's just not what we're into, you know. Mm. Yeah, His vocals—they're not terrible.
2: They're not awful. I'm sure there's other people out there that. Have.
1: Yeah, there are. There are way more successful people with but way worse But the thing vocals. is, like Soft
2: Glass mentioned that miguel could be the one over in king city and yeah once he said that i was like fuck
1: yeah well get ready man i'm sure there are gonna be a lot of remixes or covers or something like that i would assume oh, yeah, i'd
2: be glad to hear <laughs> not to shit on this
1: album like it wasn't that bad
5: that i can't wait to yeah. hear other people's take on it but yeah it was a it was a well-written song i thought i thought mm-hmm. it was, it was, i thought it was great i think they can write the hell out of songs mm-hmm. they can write and produce the hell out of songs and i I mean, as we speak, they could be writing for everyone right now. So I'm not, you know, that's, I think that for me is the strongest point. And that's always been kind of their strongest point is like their songwriting and their, um, and their production. I think they got signed as songwriters to OVO initially. I believe so. it's so only it. Yeah. It's only now that they're, you know, rolling out all of their solo stuff and rolling out, this is their, their debut, right? Their debut yeah. album. Mm-hmm. So I mean we'll see this is again like we gotta remember and I think Jack had mentioned it we were talking about it earlier we'll see because they can evolve and they can grow and they can really fine tune their sound and you know find what they're really good at and you know go from there but yeah I mean it was it was worth listening to because it is OVO and it is a part of our musical spectrum you know so anything that comes out of Drake's camp we're gonna listen to
1: yeah, no, definitely agree. Um, speaking of, let's uh let's take a quick break, listen to King City, and uh, we'll be right back with more group chat. <laughs> Dressed up Red
4: Corvette in the middle of the Whereas I lay low It's just a matter of time i the woman I Gotta hold on tight Bright lights Can't sit I gotta say goodbye to you It's so damn special
1: great song, great guys. Um, <laughs> so, let's get on to a topic that Jack, you uh, you found and this speaks a lot to me because um, I like to write a lot so this is awesome and I we need this in America. Like, Yeah,
3: so there are these new short story machines in France and basically they're these black and orange cylinders that look like rockets almost and they spit out stories and there's like multiple buttons and you can choose like basically the length you want based on like how many minutes it'll take to read like they have one three five so if you're looking for something to read you know quickly or still quickly but with a little more to it you have the different options and there are 80 of the machines right now in grenoble which is a city in the french Alps, and Whoever wants to host the machines can rent them from the company, which is like a local startup called Short Edition, and they cost like 500 euros a month. But Grenoble got theirs at a discount from the city and regional government who like donated money. And so there's over 600 original stories in the machines. And in the first month, people printed out like 10,000 of them.
1: Ooh, that's amazing.
3: And fun fact, France is a nation of writers and there was a poll in 2013 that 17% of the country's population has written a manuscript of one kind or another, most of them unpublished.
7: Wow.
1: That's awesome. So I um a <clears throat> little bit of context. I majored in creative writing in college and I would have loved to have one of these machines and the uh, Williams Building at Florida State University, plug. right next to plug plug, <laughs> right next to the vending machine, because that, that that's just the coolest thing ever. Like, imagine if these blew up there in high schools, like, and it's just it's got that not literally blew up, not literally <laughs> blew up. Um, but I like the fact that it's it's time efficient. It tells you how long it takes to read, and it reminds me of a lot of you know medium. The website tells you instead of how many words or whatever it's like it's a two minute read it's a three minute read and that's what we really want to see
5: yeah definitely so who so if you rent if you rent out the machine you, you can, can put it in your like your store writing?
3: or whatever yeah no no the writing is the from, no, I think it's, it's chosen yeah. okay yeah people so, submit and then they narrow it down. gives you like cool. a, a random story
2: though
5: yeah just yep with the time but you can submit so if is it only in France like can I submit a short story if I, I think to? it's
3: only people in France okay for now but I, they're planning to bring it to the US
5: eventually
1: Awesome! and that's amazing because that's another platform that writers can write for yep right like how cool is that that you can just write for like the common man or woman just like somebody who's just going about their day and you know that they write your story that's great
3: yeah and another technology news Kev you want to talk about the iPhone 7 rumor Alright, so, we're in that time of the year where
2: the newest iPhone is old and we can't wait for the new one to come out. So, the rumors are starting to come out and this caught my eye. So, we're all, like, really into photography, right? Yes. Um, so... Check out head, like, of course. (laughs) (laughs) But... There is a rumor that the newest iPhone, iPhone 7 Plus, I think it would be the Plus, will have two rear-facing cameras. Two of them. Why? (laughs) Isn't that, like, mind-blowing? But Um, why? So, it's a rumor. So, you know, people get into possibilities and theories. And one of them is that Apple is trying to bring in 3D technology what do you guys what do you guys
5: want 3d on your phone no thanks dude I mean it's so easy to just be like nah man we don't need it but anytime you introduce any sort of new technology to the common like the, mm-hmm. the, like the mass population and you give kids like something new to create with right we're just that would be so dope if we just get a bunch of people pushing the boundaries of like mobile 3d Mm-hmm. and people would find a way to use it in really dope ways like whether it be artists or musicians or i don't know it, i don't know there's no way like the idea of vine is ultimately like a dumb idea but or are not a dumb idea but it's just like a trivial mm-hmm. idea but people find a way to push it mm. and you know figure out a way to use the technology and creative yeah I, I feel like that would be dope.
2: completely agree like I, I don't know if
5: i would be using it
2: much but like you said with fine and just the stuff that people could do like you know the zack king dude nah. that makes short videos like magic tricks with videos that'd be awesome that guy can like murder 3d videos if he had that option
5: yeah he ha- he does like six second magic yeah video tricks awesome you should get yeah. so
1: kev you and i are very much in the video game world right mm. that whole community um nintendo already created with the 3ds the 3ds yeah glass is less Three D. hmm That was a that was a good mouthful. pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, so, works. Uh, it works, So frameless three D, right? Mm-hmm why can't apple just i mean nintendo created that like and they're they're quite the innovative company Mm but i'm sure apple can come up and just like peg it as their own because you know way more (laughs) 3d games all that stuff it's gonna blow up if if that's the case so like right now only the camera
2: is rumored too but it would be awesome i mean the screen would have to be 3d as well for us to see it right
1: or any games that involve a camera yeah right like um also Practical use, gotta take a photo of you wearing shoes, you're trying out (laughs) two different sneakers, (laughs) one photo, two shoes. Bam! Already the idea's coming. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) flooded with creativity.
5: No, I mean and also what would what would be the other reason what would be another reason for having two cameras? Another one and wearing two different
2: shoes. (laughs) I don't know if you guys are like familiar with the Lytro camera. The what? It's like a really Stick looking camera That mm-hmm. Basically you take a picture And you get to choose Your focus After you take the photo Oh whoa So you would take A picture of this And let's say Joan is behind you um, Soft glass mm-hmm. And You don't like your face But it's a great picture So you could just Tap the screen And it will, You know That depth of field look Yeah And Jawan is now
5: in focus That's awesome That's cool
2: that sounds kind of interesting to me
5: out of the possibilities but so one camera would have one focus point the other camera would have yeah a i guess fo- it would point. i don't see i don't <laughs> i don't work i don't right. know how this would work Yo, but, suddenly i'm
1: very excited that sounds
5: awesome but, or at least intrigued yeah. yeah but this camera
2: has been out i'm gonna say like four or five years and i don't think it's blown up to be like what it could be yeah it's not apple's though but yeah once apple Apple gets his hand
1: on that and this is uh i don't want to go on for too long but this is great news because i don't know about you guys but this is the first spark of like innovation i've heard coming out of apple or at least intriguing news that isn't
5: super conventional coming out of apple in the last two to three years so yeah i don't yeah i don't I mean, they haven't really done anything. There's, like, the touch sensibility now mm-hmm. with the new iPhone. And there's, the uh, like, the slow-mo and the time-lapse. But stuff like that already exists, mm, exists in other phones. And, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, that would be the first time that I would be, like, oh, Apple's pushing the boundaries again. So, so yeah, let's hope for the best on that. And
2: another... Or one more possibility is that they're saying that you could take like ultra wide photos just one so basically like one lens would be looking one way one the other and you attach that together and it's like a super wide photo or instant
1: panorama yeah like an instant panoramic photo that's dope that's great because i don't have a steady hand that (laughs) would be very much help.
2: and their software with the panorama doesn't always work yeah well but yeah those two
3: or those three things are possibilities nope also with talking about like old and new technology recently at ces kodak unveiled this new super 8 camera that they're going to be putting out and it's going to shoot on film but it's going to have like a usb slot so that export yeah or there's something like that where it like there's a usb cable that goes into it and sc slots and there's going to be a digital viewfinder and integrated mic and stuff and the camera is going to be like 400 to 750 and the film is going to cost like 50 to 75 a cartridge and it's like coming out in the fall but i think they should have i like the idea of the super 8 as a camera Mm -hmm. but i think Having it still with film now is kind of backwards. They should have just done it digital, like figured out how to do that so people can shoot digitally without the hassle because they're going to be getting it developed with Kodak. And it's like people don't want to deal with that anymore. People They want to shoot it, look at it themselves, not have to worry about spending money on you know, the space and all that or worry about taking it all up so I think they kind of messed up with that but I do like the super 8 camera in itself
5: yeah I have a I have one yeah I I, I got one at this uh this antique store in in Austin and I was psyched until I got home and was like oh god now I need to buy film and oh my god where <laughs> am I gonna get this developed and there was like this whole process that The idea of having a Super 8 was amazing, but then the actual, you know, practicality of it didn't really make a lot of sense. So, yeah, I mean, it could be a a blown opportunity. But I do like this. There's kind of a new trend with technology that's happening in music, too, where uh, companies are re-releasing classic models using classic technology, but infused with new technology like... um, there's a there's a new synth for all the producers who might be listening there's the prophet six which is the prophet five just re-released with you know updated technological aspects to it so they're and they're doing a bunch of other stuff with other synths where they're just kind of going back to the the really really good machines and re-releasing them as as close to the originals as possible but you know whether it be you know midi Output or you know whatever new technological advances have happened since then, they'll they'll just include it. But yeah, I I I dig it. I, I agree with you. I feel like it's kind of a what they're they should have focused on the digital aspect, and then if you wanted the you know the option of developing it physically on film, you could. It would have been dope to just have a digital um, super eight.
2: It almost sounds like it's a project they made to bring more business to kodak because um, kodak Cause, is not i mean yeah big, they're going to be developing all the yeah they'll themselves. be developing everything so it's you know it's business <laughs> that's what it sounds like but i mean i guess i look forward to what it could eventually come to maybe would will uh, we'll go digitally
3: someday and we'll bring that back up if it does Yeah, but let's go into a song break and then we'll be right back for the final moments of group chat.
1: was grizzly bear ready able
5: god they're so good yeah man i love grizzly bear guys let uh let's assign our weekly book club oh are we ready i'm so ready so this week's assignment is american beauty the film released in 1999 uh, one of my favorite movies of all time one of my favorite film scores of all time but I haven't watched it in a while
3: and I've never seen it I've never seen it whoa
1: this is gonna be great this is gonna jazz, be, <laughs> yeah. gonna be I've, been, I've been
3: wanting or meaning to watch it for a while and we thought of it because we want people to have access to the movies and I know it's on Netflix instant so yeah there we go Cool. it has Kevin Spacey in it so Kevin's if you Sp- like House yep. of Cards that's what Sultan yep
5: yeah this oh man I can't wait I cannot
3: wait um and Kanye's album is coming out this week, so we'll definitely be getting into that
1: next week. That's, next week's going to be Yay's episode,
5: right? going <laughs> to be much. exciting.
1: Yeah.
3: Yep. yeah. Yo,
5: guys, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. Uh, every week that goes by, I'm just blown away by, you know, you guys hitting us up and, you know, listening and commenting, and I get people texting me and hitting me up on dms and all that stuff just telling me how much they like the show so i mean this is we're just four dudes in a circle talking about stuff we like so this is really 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 cool
3: it's more like a trapezoid right now yeah but-
5: we're in a very weird situation right now usually it's a <laughs> perfect circle but yeah um square square yeah <laughs> four people <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It's late. Plug time? Plug? 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 Plug, plug. 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 All right. Juwan, where can we find you?
1: You can find me at JuwanGonzalez27 on both uh, Twitter and Instagram. And what's so funny?
5: I already know Jack's <laughs> going to do an accent.
1: I'm waiting for the accent. Go ahead, Juwan. Oh, Okay. Um, so you can find me at DuaneGonzalez27 on both Instagram and Twitter. Shout out to Josh. Juwan, you know Josh. He's always yes, showing love. That man has watched every single episode so far. Listen, <laughs> man,
2: Josh.
3: What? He's listened. He hasn't watched it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> juan sends him a private live feed of us recording the show it's pretty shady
1: we don't have to get into that right now but josh i love you man i know you're listening that's all i gotta say
3: imagination detonation oh my god <laughs>
5: instagram <laughs> okay where can you where can we find you bro and what accident are you Yo, doing man, this week i guess i
2: guess you could
5: just find me at same old kev man Okay, same old cab it is That was more or <laughs> less your regular voice That was just your regular voice, but you were making a face Like you were doing like an accent
9: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only Josh will see this
5: <laughs> Alright You can find me at Softglass S-O-F-T-G-L-A-S On everything and anything Email us
3: 1234 chat at gmail.com
1: Um, and just to, Just in case, that was Jack He didn't say his name <laughs> It's Jack. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Okay. So that's it, guys. Great show. Yep.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah, see, see you guys next week. next week.
5: Watch bow, American Beauty. Bound. Let us bow, know Bound.
3: Bound.
5: Bound. 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 Bound.